We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Hello and welcome in to this week's edition of Mizzou That's Who, your podcast for Missouri Athletics here on KC Sports Network. I am one of your wonderful co-hosts, Tucker Franklin, joined as always by Gabe DeArmond and Maggie Johnson. A big week for Mizzou Athletics. Lots of stuff going on in Columbia. Missouri Tigers win 45-14 to on the football field over the New Mexico State Aggies. And let's talk to the guy that was in the stadium, who was, who was in the confines. Gabe, how, what were your first impressions of Missouri's dominant win over the Aggies? My God, it was cold. I mean, honestly, that was my main impression. Um, you know, it was – I've also – I've been covering games in that stadium for 20, I don't know, four years, and I, and I went to a lot growing up. So, like, I've got some – I've got about 35 years of history in that stadium – I've never seen fewer people at a game than were there on Saturday night. And look, I don't blame anybody. I, I mean, you would have to, if you weren't related to a player, I'll be honest, I don't really know why you were there um, at 630 that night in that weather against that team. Um, you know, it was just, it was weird, man. I mean, it, it, I think there were fewer people there than we're at like the Chase Daniel year spring game. They, they announced 45, but, I think it was probably half that, maybe half that. They shouldn't have done senior night uh, that night. I do not know what they were thinking. Well, I I get the idea they wanted to play a cupcake on senior night, but nobody was. I, I don't, don't think, think I mean, they didn't know it was going to be a night game until 12 days before. And they, they didn't know it was going to be six degrees. Um I don't you know, know if I it think... would have mattered that much. Those students were still going to leave and go home. I yeah, mean, that's a weird thing to me. Cause like I used to come back to Columbia to go to basketball games on Christmas break and I would never go home until the, well, I guess they didn't used to play when I was in school. They didn't play after Thanksgiving usually, but like the sporting events were why you stayed, but it's just, it's not really a thing like that anymore. I think I yeah. missed the, I think I missed the game thanksgiving break of my freshman year like that first one and then i never well i never missed another game after that but i understand why they maybe want to go home i don't think you can stay in your dorm without some type of permission or being like a long term Uh, so i think that freshmen basically have to leave unless they're like an international student so I can maybe understand freshmen and sophomores, like those in Greek houses leaving, but it just sucks that those seniors didn't really get a send off like they kind of deserved. I mean, I don't think student attendance is going to be that much better this week. Likely not. Friday, Friday afternoon, right after Thanksgiving. I mean, how many people, how many kids that live in Kansas city or St. Louis are driving back for that game? I mean, I would, I would, I would have driven back and said, I'm just going to stay in. I'm just going back to school on Friday. I'll be home later. But yeah, it's just another weekend. It's just another weekend. Students can go out. So I don't know why why students wouldn't go back maybe on Friday. But I guess we will see. I will be there. So that is all that matters. I'm just kidding. Same. 
<laughs> I probably won't be there. I'm going to say it right <laughs> now. I'm probably not going to be there on Black Friday. Be hauled up on my couch watching all the college football that's going on because Black Friday's got a pretty strong yeah. slate this year for college football. Uh, there's a lot of really good games on. Um, I was trying to look up the time for the Missouri Arkansas game. Um, it's 2.30. I think it's 2.30, okay. yeah. It is 2.30. I thought it was the afternoon slot. Uh, the, I don't know if you've noticed this. This is something weird that I've noticed about uh, college football scheduling recently. The Big 12 has started doing 1 o'clock games, and I think that that's very mm-hmm. odd. That doesn't feel right to me for a game to start at 1. It feels like it feels like too early. Then like eleven, it's a what's in that weird spot. I don't know. Why. That's funny because back in the dark ages, when games were not on TV, every home game in Columbia was at one o'clock. <laughs> I mean, when I was growing yeah. up, that's when they played, unless they got some special exemption to be on TV to get beat seventy three nothing by Texas A and M or something. <laughs> Wouldn't happen this year. Oh, yeah, hopefully. that's what I was about to say. <laughs> not by not Texas A and M. Right. No. Hopefully that wouldn't happen this year. We got bigger problems if they're getting beat uh, that bunch by Texas A&M. Uh, but, yeah, I, so we got to see our first look at Sam Horn. I think that's the biggest thing that everyone's talking about from this game. And I think the second biggest thing that everyone's talking about from this game is how come we didn't see more of Sam Horn? Uh, one drive, 0 for 2. Uh, didn't really co- didn't collect any uh, stats on the day. Um, kind of. Ki- kind of. I mean, didn't. one was uh, one was called back and he should have yeah yeah there was an ineligible receiver or an eligible player down the field and that's kind of that sucks it was a good throw and it was a great run and <laughs> I mean, yeah what are you gonna do so we got to see sam horn for the first time in live action uh i want to know your thoughts gabe it was was it everything you expected it to be <laughs> i mean if like i wrote i wrote on our message board because i knew what was going to happen as soon as he threw one pass it was oh my god this he's amazing yeah. Like that pass could have landed on the hill and people would have said, he's amazing. I, I said, if you saw something that made you think, you know, more about Sam Horn than you did last week, it's because it's what you want to see. I, I mean, I, it was a nice throw to Barrett Bannister. Don't get me wrong. The next one nearly got Barrett decapitated. So that one was less nice, but I mean, he was over two and he ran one time. I don't know. He, I don't know any more about him than I knew beforehand. And that's fine. I think he threw one ball. Um, I actually think one of the over twos he threw um, like pretty high over his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Twitter was all like, that guy should be taller. That's not Sam Horn's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I seriously think some people probably <laughs> felt that way. No, I really think so then- too. I think some people were joking, but some people are serious. And then, I mean, poor Jack Abraham. All he did was go do what the coach told him to do in his 26th year in college. And, you know. I feel bad for that guy. He comes in in the worst possible situation in Kansas State, throws two interceptions on, what, three attempts or something like that, and the other, like the third attempt was battered or something like that. Mm -hmm. It, It was awful. And Missouri fans are calling for the third string quarterback. Possibly the four-string quarterback over him. Uh, I think it's fair to call Sam Horn the four-string quarterback because we've actually seen Tyler Macon come in and go under center. I would call gone Sam Horn center. the third-string quarterback. Tyler Macon has gone under center. I, have they ever snapped the play? Snapped the ball on yeah. that play that they? Yeah, tried to and do? Elijah Young fumbled it last week. At oh, that's right. <laughs> it yes. was it, like the only thing better than them never having actually run that play was that when they ran the play, <laughs> oh, they turned yeah. it over. <laughs> Yeah, I've blocked that out of my memory. My memory already. Uh, just <laughs> yeah. I, because every time I see it do it, I'm like, oh, they're not running the ball. Like they're not right. gonna snap the ball. They're just trying to draw them off sides. It it was a super long con. I mean, it was like five <laughs> times before they snapped it. Respect it. You gotta build. You gotta build it up so you can you take them away. I mean, I, and to give Elijah Young ready. Like the play was there if Elijah Young caught the yeah. toss. Like it, it was gonna work, but. No, but like Abraham, I the thing is, he earned playing time more than Sam Horn has in that game. I mean, sure. he is the backup quarterback. He had earned the right to go in. Sam Horn went in, I'll be honest, I think mostly because like Eli was kind of tired of hearing people say, why isn't Sam Horn in? So he's like, I right, go, go play a series, man. He's probably glad that 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 pass was called back. Um, But, I mean, I also get why Abraham was playing. I mean, 
It's Ex- senior night. And he goes to every practice just like Sam yes. Horn does. He puts in the same amount of work as Sam Horn does, I'm sure. I mean, I can't say that for a fact. I don't watch it just like nobody on the message boards or on Twitter. We None of us watch practices. But I would assume that he put in the exact amount of work as any other quarterback on that team. You would think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I just I do feel bad for Jack Abraham. I just feel like he's had a had a tough shake from injuries to transferring to just a bunch of stuff, and then transferring here, thinking maybe thinking he was going to be the starting quarterback to losing a job to Brady Cook, who is a tough guy to lose a job to. I'm going to say it, um, but <laughs> <laughs> so he has to sit a whole season out uh, behind there. But yeah, good to see him. But like there, flip but. side, I mean, he should have like four masters by the end of this year. <laughs> He's, he's gonna, gonna be the most right employable person in the country. He's gonna have Seriously. so many credentials. He, he'll be fine. I, <laughs> which which masters do you want me to use to apply for this job? Because like I can pick. I'll just it's like picking out your Camelot repeat performer cards. Right? Uh, didn't didn't we see that he's now gonna go to dentistry school though? I feel yeah. like that was reported. So I'm not. Well, sure. he's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. So give him another year of eligibility. I don't know what that brings. I really don't. He 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 can play for the dental school football team. I don't think he has any more years <laughs> at this one though. That's too bad, because uh, maybe maybe there needs to be another bridge between Sam Horn and uh, the next quarterback. Who knows? Uh, we won't know. I can tell you that for a fact. We're not going to get to learn any of that information. Right. Um, not until at least spring football. Right. Um. So I don't. I don't know if you can take a whole lot away from this uh, New Mexico State game just because New Mexico State is a bad football team. Uh, we talked about how bad they were um, previous to this. They lost in, or they beat New Mexico, who is also a very bad football team. And um, Missouri did what they did. They came out. They won. Uh, their offense looked competent, which was a good sign. Yeah. Um, the offense was disappointing to me, though. I mean, in that game against that team, it was like Cody Schrader for three, Cody Schrader for four, Brady Cook scrambling. And it's like, you shouldn't have to be creative and run trick plays to get big plays against that team. And they can't. It is the least explosive offense I've seen here since 2015. And like, that's not anything we didn't know, but the only thing that got them really much of anything was when Luther ran the ball that was anything over, you know, 10 yards. And Brady Cook shouldn't have to be running around for you to get first downs against New Mexico State. I mean, you ought to be able to do – and, yeah, they scored 45, and seven of them, I think, were on defense. But it just was – it was like when you lined up against the other team and you said, well, we know we're better than you, so literally all we have to do is run the ball straight ahead because you can't stop us. And it's like, I don't know. I, I wanted to see – a little bit more. I, I came out of that game sure. feeling worse about the offense than I honestly went into it feeling. And maybe that's not fair, but that's how I felt. Maybe I was Barrett. just mad that I had to watch it at night and it was really <laughs> boring. Barrett Bannister had a good game until yeah. until he possibly will never play in a Mizzou uniform again. But he right. had a very good game, and some of those yards were even negated. So, I mean, that was good to see. But, yes, yeah. otherwise it was – the same I mean, thing kind of over and over again. Ryan Horsecamp caught a touchdown pass, so the tight end position existed on it for a night. That was good. He did. Tavoris Jones got in. He fumbled. I don't think Eli was thrilled with that part of it. Look sure at was. the stats here. Barrett Bannister, seven catches, 91 yards. Uh, Holster Camp, two catches, 32 yards, and a tutty. Luther Burden, two tutties with 35 yards and three catches. Um yeah, I mean, I, I think Dominic Lovett also time. played. Yeah, one catch for ten yards. <laughs> yeah. um, he was Weird. he was in the game. Toski Dove one catch for seven yards. Um, so a lot of the guys that we thought, um, I, I oh, this just popped into my head. So this is what I'm gonna I'm so we're gonna talk about it because it just popped into my head. Okay. I felt like we were gonna see more Toski Dove this season uh, than maybe we have. Um, I don't know if that's a schematic thing. I don't know what it is, um, but I'm just curious why we haven't seen more of Toski Dove. I thought we were going to see more of a lot of things this season, if I'm being honest, on offense. I mean, I just, this was the year that they were supposed to be able to move the football, and it's, I don't know, I 
I don't know. I, I we say the same things about this offense every week. I, I don't know what else there is to say at this point. You know, Toski did get a touchdown. I think it was against Tennessee on that fourth down play, so that mm-hmm. was good for him. Um, but yeah, he's kind of disappeared. Mookie Cooper in the last four weeks really has become an, I mean, their offense has become handed off to Cody Schrader, throw a quick pass to either burden or love it. Not both of them are not allowed to play well on the same day, but one or the other, and then have Brady cook scramble. That, that's, that's the offense. I think love it had another false start in this game as well, which I'm yeah. not sure how you have a false start. Um, when you could hear, <laughs> Right. you know conversations <laughs> in the stands so i'm really not sure how that even happened but i don't know it is underwhelming and i remember i said this on the podcast i was like the one thing we're gonna have no problems doing is moving the ball with a running back and i mean we do but mm. we have so many more problems than <laughs> than that and i'm just not sure if drinks at the point where he's just like let's make it through the season I, and that's why yeah. it's what we're doing which you hate to it for it to be rival rivalry week and us be thinking that because that's the last thing I, I think th- anybody wants. Like we want to beat Arkansas. I think they hit that point at South Carolina where, and I wrote it that week. Like, look, their best chance to win games is just to run the ball and sometimes punt and just not turn it over. And it's super boring. And the problem is, it just doesn't give you any idea of what it's going to be in the future but if you want to be six and six and you want to keep playing after friday that's the best way for this team to do it so like i get why he's doing it but it you're still allowed to be frustrated by it we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mizzou, uh, speaking of, of Friday's game, Mizzou is, uh, according to DraftKings, Three and a half point dogs. They, I believe, opened at five. So that line has gone four down. And a half, yeah. four, four and a half, five. So that line has gone down a little bit. Uh, three and a half point home dogs. Um, so that'll be an interesting uh, development to see where that line kind of shifts. Um, if it does at all uh, for this game. And that's not great for Missouri, who there's looking for bull eligibility, obviously. Um, I believe I saw something from uh, Brent McMurphy that said, uh, yeah, here, here's a tweet from Brent McMurphy. Uh, nine five-win teams play teams who have clinched a bull. All nine teams needing a win are underdogs, um, mm-hmm. which is a very interesting stat. Like, I guess it makes sense, though. But um, And, like, six of them are power five teams, I think. There's 17. <sighs> I think there's 17 five-win teams right now. I counted them up this morning. I mean, like, two of them play each other. There's also some there's also some schools like UNLV, I know, and Rice are four and seven, but they could win and get to five and seven. Like it's really impossible to figure out. But if they want to know they're gonna play another game, they have to win on Friday. Right. I think the two SEC ones were what? It was Auburn at Alabama and Vandy, and then at, Vandy Tennessee. at Tennessee, which both those of those are looking slim. <laughs> yeah, right. both of those, those are looking slim. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it's all I do think that dogs. I do think that we're probably um, not underdogs had Arkansas not had the game that they had last week. I yeah, mean, I they look. We're, we're probably favorites if they don't come out and just destroy Ole Miss. But that was the weirdest box score I've ever. They won like it wasn't close. You know how many yards Ole Miss had in that game? Seven hundred and four. Oh, a lot. Yeah, a lot. And they got beat by three touchdowns. Yeah, KJ only threw for one hundred and sixty-eight yards, but he had three touchdowns in that. Rocket Sanders ran for three. Rocket Sanders yeah. ran for two hundred and thirty-two yards and three touchdowns. That's insane. I I think uh, Missouri's going to have a have a tough time uh, yeah, this weekend. I agree. Um, I I don't think this is going to be a um, a very fun game to watch. I I, I respect KJ Let's Jefferson be honest. All. I mean, seriously, what was the last Missouri game that was played this season where you said that was a fun game to watch? South Carolina. Oh, no, I thought that was a dreadful, boring game. I mean, they won, so that was good, but, like, it was 23-10. I thought the Georgia game was fun. That was good. Vandy was okay for a bit. <laughs> Vandy, Vandy was a rough <laughs> one, yeah. The first, when, the you first... consider it's, when you consider it's equal <laughs> competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Vandy's yeah. on a winning streak. They are. They, Shout they, out. They just beat a team week. Two teams yeah. that we didn't beat, right? Correct. Shout yeah. out the Gamecocks too, by the way. Uh, that game was yeah. wild. Um, Every time I kept looking down at ESPN, I was like, "Oh wait, but they're still not losing. Like they just scored again. What the hell happened here?" Yeah, incredibly weird. Uh, that's what I get for saying that the SEC East was the Big Ten West. Uh, the SEC West was like, or SEC East was like, right, screw you. Um, we're <laughs> going to show you that we're not. So, um, yeah, uh, the good good slide of college football this last weekend, even though the games weren't the best, um, just with the old SEC bye week that they like to throw in there, the non-conference yeah. right before rivalry week is kind of annoying. Um, but I get it. Uh, gave Mizzou the fifth win of the season. They need this one. Um, as I mentioned, five point dogs. I have a hard time not thinking that Arkansas is gonna um gonna have. A I mean, day. if we lose this game, if we lose this game, we have no one to blame but ourselves. We missed the field goal against Auburn, then fumbled. Yeah. Um, we made mistakes against Kentucky, against Florida. I mean, there's no reason we don't have seven seven wins right now, except that we didn't execute. That's Except that the other team scored more points. Yeah, but yes. <laughs> Except but our all-American again, though, and <laughs> again though, like like Alabama is two plays from being undefeated, and mm-hmm. they're three plays from being six and five. Like that's sports, you know. I mean, sure. it just that's that's every team in America. All, Al, or not Alabama, Arkansas is actually like two plays from nine and two. And yeah, you know maybe A&M, playing in the A and M and they they uh, the they lost though. Liberty A&M when they didn't get a two point conversion. Liberty. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so I just think every team can can play that game. Um, and I don't know. I six. I get why six and six is important for the program and to go to a bowl game and all that. I, I just have I have a hard time seeing a huge difference between five and seven and six and six. I I don't know. I I guess there's a big supersized trophy and this fake rivalry that everybody wants to believe is a real rivalry. Uh, but I I, I just know. I don't know. I don't see a huge difference. I don't know about the fake the fake rivalry. I'm not saying that like I despise Arkansas. But I lived down in Southwest Missouri for a bit. And I mean, everybody, you're either Mizzou or you're Arkansas. And, you know, you talk to each other. That You had that 2007 Cotton Bowl when Tony Temple ran all over Darren McFadden's team. Like, I mean, it was fun. I think that's kind of... Mike Anderson I, I, left us. Barry Odom went there. I mean, there's a little bit of something there. There's a little bit. I mean, it would help if both teams were good at some point um, at the same time. Right. But also, I mean, this game's only going to be played like 
two more times at on the last week of the year, I think. Maybe they'll still do it the last week of the year. But I just I think if you asked a hundred Arkansas fans, like who's your biggest rivalry? Like I think maybe 25 of them would say Missouri. Mm. Yeah. I, I, don't I think really don't think say. it's more than that. I don't think they would say it, but I think deep down a lot more of them think it than would say it. Maybe. I, I mainly because I don't think LSU sees them as their biggest rivalry. Actually, oh, no, LSU sure. fans don't. And Texas but they, A&M but, doesn't either. Yeah. So it's like, who is Arkansas? If, if they don't pick Mizzou, who is it? Because I don't think anybody would pick them back. Well, if you asked 100 Mizzou fans, who's your biggest rival? How many are saying Arkansas? Yeah, everyone's saying Kansas. Yeah, and right. we don't even play Kansas. Right, right. But I mean, I think that if you asked who the biggest rival that we play is, I think most people would say Arkansas. And then I think some people yeah. with Pepper and like maybe some Kentuckys. I would say there, Kentucky, yeah. I think some people would say Kentucky. Yeah. But I think Kentucky think... told us that they don't think that we're their rivals either. Yeah, so. it's just... Like it takes longer than 10 years to have a rivalry. I get it. Um, But I just like, I don't love the force feeding of this is Missouri's rivalry. Like don't, it'll develop. Maybe it is. I mean, the best moment in this rivalry is still when Frank Hate tried to punch Mike Anderson at midcourt Missouri. (laughs) That was the best thing that's ever happened in this rivalry and it'll never be tough, you know, but (laughs) So you look at the all-time series, nine and four uh, to Missouri and the trophy series. There's two different series on the Wikipedia page. Uh, Missouri leads five and two. So in, <laughs> listen, we know Eli Drinkwood's teams love to play for trophies. Um, if we figure anything out about this team this year, there's a trophy. They're going to try to win a game. Um, but if there's not, they're not even going <laughs> to. Whatever. <laughs> right. I did like somebody asked him about getting to six and six and how big would that would be. And he said, he that he's not even thinking about that. He just wants to be one to know and win the trophy. I'm like, no, but like your players have already talked about a bowl game. So like they're thinking about it. You might not be thinking about it, but they're thinking. About it. I would rather yeah, I don't care so much about the trophy. It's it's almost like last year when you would see like Sam Pittman in Arkansas and all that they kept posting like photos with their three trophies. I'm like, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> like those trophies you- don't really matter. You beat a a six and six Mizzou team, a not good LSU me, team. Are you telling me that you do not want a four foot tall trophy of the state of Missouri and the state of Arkansas with a big shelter insurance banner on it? <laughs> Come on. How cumbersome. That that trophy looks incredibly cumbersome. Like, there's it, no, it like has to have its own seat on the team flight. You can't put it on like the floorboard. It'd block no. up the whole aisle. You can't. You can't the the drink it. cart would never make it down if that <laughs> trophy was in the aisle. Yeah, oh I'm looking God. at pictures of it now just to kind of jog the old memory. Is it? Is it like colored on ones? Is it like red? Do they flip the line off of it? Like, it's not. Or? They have two separate pieces. Okay. So it comes out. It's like a puzzle piece. Uh, okay. Pop the other one. I in like. There. I like the I like the games that they play rivalries for like actual things, not like Missouri and Kansas played for the the drum. The you know, drum. Missouri and Missouri and Iowa State used to play for the telephone, the which phone. was awesome. <laughs> uh, the best it one, was like so I, ugly. I forget. I think it's Iowa Minnesota play for a pig. The Floyd oh, Stanford of Rosedale. and Cal. Yeah, Stanford Floyd of Rose. Yeah, like those are the cool rivalries. I don't need a shelter. No offense to shelter insurance. Like if you put a shelter insurance banner on like a, I don't know, like a raccoon. Cool. Then I would like that better than a trophy. (laughs) Um, Michigan and Michigan State play for Paul Bunyan and they change the color of the pants. For whoever wins, they okay. get to change the pant color. Okay. Um, little brown jug, I think, is Minnesota and Michigan. Um, oh, I could yeah, be wrong on that one. There's a lot of good There's a lot of good ones. I do wish um, that the trophy was less weird. Um, I don't know if that's <laughs> yes. bad for me to say, but like I'll... it just being an it looks. Hold on a second. I'm looking at the all I'm looking at the picture that you were talking about, Maggie, about like come snap a photo with all three trophies the boot trophy is the exact same it's the exact same without missouri yeah (laughs) put lsu on the bottom that interesting copycats that's i don't like that with your own thing 
think that one's I'll... a little bit older than ours. Well, yeah, no, I also talking, don't. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, yeah. I also don't like the name battle line rivalry. Like that, I don't know. That just it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's something we try to make come this... up with. We try to make borders okay. like the every single thing has to be about a border. Like we yeah. got the I liked it war, when it the border war like, and the arch rivalry. Briefly, somebody tried to make it Armageddon, except A M R O. That may, that was cooler. Oh, it's not Farmageddon, hmm. but you know it's not bad. Farmageddon's strong. Like that oh, is it's a amazing. good rivalry name. Amazing. Yeah, I think we need people to. <laughs> they to... they just play for a bushel of wheat. <laughs> or you you get corn if you win in Iowa. It's wheat in wheat in Kansas. Uh, corn and Iowa. I remember because I was producing that Kansas State show, and they were like going at it with like Kansas State fans, like wheat's better than corn. I'm just like, what is happening right now? It was uh, really weird. Is, it was the so weirdest strange. thing ever. Um, and they were like changing their, uh, like putting the wheat emoji in their Twitter names and the corn. Emo- I was like, what is what? I never had been exposed to that before uh, this year, Same. which. Seems so midwestern. Crazy. It's so midwestern. Incredibly midwestern. People around the country are probably like, "What?" In in poor Nebraska, like they're supposed to be the corn people. What happened there? They just lost the rights to their corn. Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> they not are. good. Did Missouri and Nebraska play for anything? I can't really remember. Um, I don't know because Missouri never yeah. got it. For yeah, like that trophy was always in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> they they just played for the state of Nebraska. Nebraska kept winning it. <laughs> Missouri Nebraska trophy. Let's quick Google search to see if that's a thing. I really don't. I don't remember one. I don't but... think it is. Yeah. Um. Oh, the victory bell. Oh. Who knew? Interesting. The more you know. This is yeah, what yeah. this podcast is for. I feel like this has been a very educational podcast. Important knowledge. <laughs> I'm sure people turned on this podcast saying, "I wonder about." College football rivalries and what trophies they play for, which you I should mean, have because Eli Drinkwitz teams get up for trophy games, and this is a trophy right. game. Like if we want to break down Bumper Pool versus Cody Schrader, cool. But <laughs> I would much rather talk about you know the made up raccoon trophy that they're playing for or whatever. Oh, there's going to be like a hundred rushing attempts in this game, at least between oh, yeah. both teams. It, all I'm going to say is if we if we have those defensive players out that were not in the New Mexico State game, we're going to struggle badly. Because I think what was Hopper, McGuire, uh, Charleston? Charleston and maybe Canadian. somebody else. Yeah. I mean, that's not going to be good. That's a lot of people. <laughs> that's a lot of people. And it's a lot of good people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Most of our best players. <laughs> Not only is it the quantity, it's also the quality. Yeah. <laughs> Ma- Ma- Maggie requests if you get injured in the future, please be worse. Please be bad. Yeah. yeah. Can we get some up... offensive linemen? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Looking up the stats from uh, Arkansas and Old Miss to see uh, how many times they ran the ball in that game, um, because I do believe Old Miss. They, it was a good amount. I mean, Old Miss does it has like to be a, It has to be a lot. Um, at least for Arkansas, because he ran for 232 yards. I like I like running, though. I thought on Saturday night, I thought forward passes should have been outlawed. Like, anything that could possibly stop the clock should have been a penalty in that game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so maybe that's why Toski Dove and Dominic yeah. Lovett weren't getting targets. Yeah. 43 rushing attempts for the Arkansas Razorbacks last week. Um, okay. I think it's I think it's a, a feasible thing to hit 100 rushing attempts between these two teams. It's possible. I would take the under. Yeah, I'd take the under. Probably yeah. like seven, seven. I would say 80. Yeah, 80 is yeah. more likely. Sanders had 24 carries just himself. 232 yards. Yeah. Three times. Yeah, Cody Schrader unofficially, just by my count in that game, had 39 carries. For like 79 yards on Saturday night. It was just like two, three yards, three yards, three yards. He had two touchdowns too, right? Yeah. I think Luther, I think Luther had two. Good. He had two. Carnell. Dalen Carnell, yeah. Dalen Carnell yeah. had a touchdown. That's a nice Yeah. So, I, think, I, I think Arkansas forced a lot of turnovers, which is why they had the ball so often and didn't have to go very far. <laughs> Um, but I think, yeah. I mean, I think if they win, I, I think if they win, they'll go to, 
Either the Liberty Bowl, the Las Vegas Bowl, or the Birmingham Bowl. Those are the choices. Yeah, that hasn't really Birmingham's changed. Birmingham's back kind of in the picture. Thanks, Gabe. Because only it only because um the SEC is kind of looks likely to not get two teams in the playoff. So if the SEC gets two teams in the playoff, I think that or four teams in the New Year six, then the Birmingham Bulls out of the picture. But Tennessee kind of screwed that up last week. So unless LSU beats Georgia, the Birmingham Bowl is kind of in play. So you're oh, saying great. those 14 extra points that Tennessee scored against Mizzou aren't going to get well, them in a better bowl? <laughs> I mean, had they saved them for South Carolina and then added 14 more to that, <laughs> then yes, it, they would be in a better bowl. <laughs> Uh, they don't have Hidden but, Hooker anymore either because Hidden Hooker tore his ACL. So that yeah, that's sucks. for them. That's, that's unfortunate. I that's hate. That's awful. I hate when injuries. Um, I don't know. We could be leading up to MUKU basketball December 10th and MUKU football whenever they play the Liberty Bowl. Like, I think that's a possible thing if Missouri wins. If Missouri wins, this yeah. is all out the window and they're hoping to play in the you know the pepperoni bowl in North <laughs> Philadelphia or whatever against the Rutgers JV or something. In one of the bowl games that cheese it sponsors because they now sponsor two. Right. Um, you have a good chance to go to a cheese it bowl. That'd be cool though, because like you probably get free cheese it. Oh, I would love that. I, mean, I love that'd be a good the hot and spicy. I would request hot and spicy. Those are the best cheese. They're the best snack crackers out there. Um, yeah, not a, not sponsored by that, but uh, yeah, look at that free promotion. Right Golly, that's a very JV move on my part to give away a free plug. Oh well, um, maybe maybe oh. they'll send us some cheeses on next week's show. I'll put them up on my shelf. <laughs> you, you think anybody at Cheez-It <laughs> is currently listening? Is that probably that <laughs> we'll tag them in? We'll tag them in the post. At yeah. Um Okay, before we move on to other Mizzou athletics, three and a half point spread. Uh, what do you guys think for that pick? Not Missouri would be my pick. Yeah. Um, whew. it's basically a win loss here. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna give, I'm gonna take the dub. Okay. And you know what would be pretty cool? <laughs> I shouldn't say this. It wouldn't be cool. Because it would mean that there's issues with the SEC. But if the SEC wants to get another team into a good bowl, they could help us out mm, a little bit. They could fix it. Yeah. I'm point. not saying that that hasn't I mean, happened in games before. And I'm not saying that the SEC is above it. Because I don't think that they are. So. If I, this is what I told some other people. I told some other people that if you see some weird calls and some weird things going in favor of Missouri, which never actually happens. But if you do see it, I was like, Sniffing you can think to yourself what if, could be going on. If we get game fixing to get Missouri in the Birmingham Bowl, I feel like that's the worst <laughs> college football story of all time. <laughs> Listen, whatever it takes. It, ju- it just means more game. Can be fun. Conspiracy it, theories can be it fun. It just means... It just means something. It just means yeah. more money, game. Does it? <laughs> Does the Birmingham Bowl mean something? Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mizzou, Tulsa, and the Birmingham Bowl. Tulsa's kind of stinks. <laughs> I, I don't know if they that. have six wins would, or not. I would, I would take that. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I would take yeah. that matchup in a heartbeat. Um, okay, I think that is, so. If you think about it, usually you get three and a half, you get three points at home for home field advantage when Vegas is making these lines. So they really think that uh, Arkansas is six points better if they played at a neutral site. Is probably what that line would be. It's about minus six, and I think that pro- that probably tracks. Um, yeah, um, I. Uh, I'm not going to be placing any money on it uh, because this is a game that I'd like to stay very far away from. But um, I- I'll take the, uh, you know what? I'll go Missouri my, uh, plus three and a half for the fun, for fun. My, Missouri plus three and a half. And now let's talk about a good program as uh, Keegan O'Toole and Rocky Elam are slated for the NWCA <laughs> All-Star Classic for Mizzou Wrestling. Um, we don't have to talk yeah. about wrestling. Uh, they did. Sorry, guys. Court. I got to go. <laughs> they they are ranked currently ranked number three, but they did lose to Arizona State nineteen to seventeen. Number five Arizona State, by the way. So yeah, maybe not. Clo- fall, it was a close battle. Maybe not fall far in those rankings. I don't know if um, this is gonna be uh, not great. I don't know if that's like an AP ranking or if that's like a coaches poll ranking or how they do rankings uh, in wrestling. I, but uh, the I only really thing I can know. guarantee you is there's no such thing as the AP wrestling ranking. <laughs> Those do not exist. <laughs> Sorry. Rankings according to Flow Wrestling. Okay. I was going to say, it's Missouri like Flow Athletics. Wrestling, yes. Yeah. For letting me know. But uh, Missouri. Ra- rankings according to Desiree Reed Francois, Missouri number three. <laughs> we are the current, we are the, the reigning Big 12 champs. I will, I will say that. And Which last year was wild. the first year back in the Big 12, correct? Mm-hmm. If I remember that. Yeah. Uh, they they won- went to the MAC and won like everything that they won in the MAC and then came back to the Big 12 and won it. They've won two consecutive Big 12 titles, 2012 and 2022. Maybe that'll get me in trouble if I say it. I shouldn't say anything about going back to the Big 12. Um, (laughs) So let's uh, talk about Missouri basketball. They played at 530 on a Sunday, which is a great time uh, for everyone, uh, for everyone's watching convenience. Uh, They haven't played anyone yet. Um, Nope. Since last time we talked, I believe they've played two games. Uh, they yes. could have. They could have played three. Uh, no, yes, the SIUE. They beat them one hundred five to eighty. Uh, big day because I believe they hit the over on that. If I remember correctly, that was a big deal on Twitter when that I happened. I would assume so. Yeah, they scored a hundred points, and uh, that's. I think Demoy Hodge had thirty. So yeah, sold out or thirty plus. That's, yeah, that is SEC Player of the Week, Demoy Hodge. To you, ooh, look at that so um, formal. Miss, it, d- does anyone know Mississippi Valley State's like Ken Palm ranking? I will, I will give you a hint that there were there are 363 teams. Oh, 361. 362. Oh. Let's go. And will they have a player kind of go off against this, though? I think yeah. Collins, at one point, I think, was his last name. Yeah, at one point, Missouri was ahead 34 28, and one dude for Mississippi Valley State had 22 points. Derek Collins, 27. He, he didn't score for a long yeah. time after that, but yeah. yeah. No, but he, was mean, throwing up, he was throwing up them shots in the second half because I watched the second half, it? and I didn't know that he had like been going off until I like followed through. And then I was like, this guy had 27 points. <laughs> was Terry – Was I, I may be way off here. For some reason, I want to say Terry Collins was like the – do you remember the residence hall linebacker commercial during the Super Bowl? I feel like his name was Terry Collins, but I might be – wrong on that so just do a quick little google search of terry collins <laughs> uh terry collins is also the name of a baseball manager um oh yeah new york Philly. Mets, or, okay yeah i don't know where he is now but he did he was at the mets at one time um but yeah so that's the only thing i'm getting up on my google search is just him uh, but no very well, interesting Mississippi state valley state guy isn't the first thing to pop up when you google that name a, a real shocker um, that, that, that that's not the first uh, Google search result. But if you look at the uh, the box score here for the Missouri Tigers, Demoy Hodge, 18 points. All of Twitter rejoices as Isaiah Mosley has 18 points as well as the co-leading score um, on the Missouri basketball team. I, so By the way, it, it is Terry Eight, the office linebacker. I was wrong on that. Not Terry <sighs> Collins. So. You can go YouTube that later. It was a good there one. You go. There you go. Oh, yeah. No, Isaiah, I like that. He, Isaiah's 
good. It's good to see him doing his thing. He, I think, I don't know how many assists he had, had quite a few, I think. Um, Sometimes he doesn't take the extra pass when he probably should. But I mean, if he wants to make that teardrop in the middle of the lane, I'm going to take it. But he's not going to be able to do that in SEC play. Not every game, or I mean, not every game, but not multiple times a game, likely. I mean, he's playing guys that are matched up linebackers. to us. <laughs> yeah, 362 exactly. and Kim matched Pons. up to us yeah. more in height. I mean, he's going to be playing uh, a lot yeah. bigger guys in a few weeks. He had two assists, yeah. according to it's... Google. Oh, okay. Well, I was wrong. Oh. Okay, but we, we had over I 20 mean... assists, so I assume that he was part of that, but I guess not. We've we've got one more game, one more week of just like they play Houston Christian. Used to be Houston Baptist until like three weeks ago. Didn't want to be Baptists anymore. They're now just Christians. Um, and then they play Coastal Carolina also. So Chanticleers. Um, yeah, that is in Columbia. Houston Baptist also in Columbia also as in Columbia. well. Um, I think our first game is Wichita State. Correct. Yeah, uh, just imagine Missouri going to Houston Christian. <laughs> Christian. Excuse me, I almost called them Baptist. They're still Houston Baptist in Google. They got to get back. They got to get on that. It's um, offensive. And change and change that name. Um, but yeah, again, like we were talking about with Mizzou football, kind of hard to take a lot from this team. Uh, they're winning games they should win, which is good. Um, that is that is an improvement from where this team was last year. Um, in winning games, you should win. I am encouraged to see. I think Coastal Coastal's not a bad team um, by any stretch. I th- they're, Missouri should beat them, obviously, but I think it's a, t- a game that could be closer than some people probably think. Um, but I think that uh, that'll be the first that we really get to see what this team is made of. I like what Dennis has done with just trying to figure out different things with these early games and kind of creating a, his own adversity and creating own like situations for these guys to deal with. I think that that's a smart thing to do before they get into a pretty tough early conference schedule and really from their non-con the end of their non-con into their conference schedule is a tough slate and SEC is a tough basketball conference anyway. So, I mean, they're going to have uh they're going to have some tough sledding here, but good to get as many wins as you can early on in the season. Yeah. Better than losing. Players. I feel like, yeah, way better than losing Kentucky lost the other day. Um, but it is good to see not players. not to Mississippi Valley State. No, not to Mississippi Valley State. To actually a good team. But it's good yeah. to see players like Noah Carter, um, Trago Million. Like you can just tell they're really hard workers. And it's been a while since I've seen. I'm not gonna say that Mizzou players haven't been hard workers, but you can just tell. Like that's the type of player they are. Who was that big kid that played for Mizzou from Maple Grove, Minnesota? I do. Oh, Reed Nico. Reed Nico. Like, like they play like him. Like he played so hard. You could always tell every game they was playing hard and it's good to see players like that. Reed uh, blocked Anthony Edwards and one of my buddies is a Minnesota Wolves fan, a Timberwolves fan. I like to, I have that clip saved in my bookmarks on Twitter um, (laughs) where I just send it every now and again to let him know that Reed Nico owns Anthony Edwards. I believe that was the game we found out that Reed Nico was Tom Crean's favorite basketball player, maybe in the history of the sport. Like really? we went into the post game press conference and I don't know, Reed was fine. He had like eight points and six rebounds or something. Yeah. And we went into the post game press conference and Tom Crean went on for like four minutes about Reed Nico's <laughs> impact on that game. And just, I, it was amazing. Tom Crean, weirdest opposing coach I've ever talked to. I'll just <laughs> put that out there right now. He's not there anymore. Is he? No, he got fired last year. Yeah, Mike so, White okay. is now there. There's a lot of coaching turnover in the bottom half of the yeah. SEC, I believe. Um, so that's another thing that could go into it. Uh, Missouri yeah. having a somewhat successful season. I just looked up the Kim Palm rankings. Also, Kim Palm needs to update his website. It's 2022, almost 2023, and his website still looks like it's from the thousands. But anyway, sorry, Ken. Um, 52 <laughs> is what Missouri's ranked in Kim Palm. Um, I. A little bit higher than it's I thought fine. it was going to be. I'll be honest with you, um, but it is it, it is definitely fine. Coastal Carolina one eighty six. So maybe me hyping Coastal Carolina up uh, wasn't warranted. But <laughs> yeah, listen, hey, you got to set the bar a, low. 
I think I think there's a trophy for that game there. They're going to make one real quick between now and Wednesday night. Listen, if that's an Eli Drinkwitz team, you can <laughs> sharpen it. That if, if, if Mizzou goes undefeated from now until that game against KU, do you think that there's a chance that they're ranked when that game happens? I think it's possible because people just kind of look and go, I don't know, they're 9-0, they should probably be ranked. But, <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's how people do it. And they score like, a lot I've, of points. Like you I've had a that, lot of friends I mean, vote for these polls, and like, there's not that much research that goes into it. So, I mean, what really can you research? <laughs> I mean, if you don't I mean, watch you the can game, like do analytics and game. pay attention, right? But we choose not to do that sometimes. Yeah, just copy down Kim Palm's rankings. That's all you do um, for your <laughs> for your poll. Um, listen, that'd be all right. So I'm going to do it, but all right. Uh, we've exhausted all of uh, the content that Missouri athletics has given us to talk about this week. Um, we appreciate you guys listening all the way to the end. You guys have any final thoughts? This is a busy week. I'll be happy next week, week when it's less busy. That's my final yeah. thought. I agree. Happy Thanksgiving, I guess. Hope you yeah. have something oh, yeah. in your life. You're grateful for. Yeah. Oh, I'm grateful for you guys. That's, sorry, sorry. I'm I'm grateful for trophies. <laughs> it's a good all, thing all this trophies. podcast. It's a good thing all at the end of this podcast we give out a trophy, or unless we would not play. Wait, do it. We give out a trophy. I well, that sucks because I haven't gotten it yet. This is like the 16th episode, and I haven't gotten it once. Maggie and I were just trading it back and forth. Uh, just, cool. it's, just, it's a traveling trophy. Um, <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for today's, this week's episode of Mizzou. That's who. Thank you guys for listening all the way until the end. Shout out to Charlie Hustle for outfitting us with some great, uh, great clothes. Some great clothes from Charlie Hustle. Um, go check us out. You can check the link in the description below. If you want the new uh, KCSN merch, I'm wearing the shirt today. I wear the hoodie all the time. I have to take it off eventually to wash it. Um, so that's what it's doing right now. So uh, you can also get some great Mizzou stuff right at charliehustle.com as well. So thank you to them. We will be back next week to talk about a bowl-eligible Missouri Tigers football team and uh, a couple of Missouri Tigers wins. So until then, talk to you later.